1: Detroit is a blue-collar city, so it is natural that Carhartt calls it home.
2: When we first introduced it, it had a special pocket for a pocket watch for the railroaders. Now we have a zipper pocket for your cell phone. So it's like it all comes full circle.
1: How did Carhartt become synonymous with both workwear and streetwear? This is The Daily J. I'm Zach Clark. Detroit is home to countless classic brands that have withstood the test of time. Think about Ford, General Motors, Verner's. But none have been around as long and remained as consistent as the company Carhartt. And the company actually has a full-time archivist named Dave Moore, and we spoke to him.
2: The through line of our history is all about functional design, building product that people need to do their jobs and get the work done. As we've gotten further through time and there's new technologies and new fabrics and all sorts of new things you take that mission of functional design and now we can have a stretch fabric so somebody can still have the same durability but not have some giant coat or pair of pants that can fit closer to the body to allow the same movement but with that new technology incorporated in it that is the origin story is the overall hamilton carhart that was the first thing that he developed When we first started in 1889, that was like the product. When we first introduced it, it had a special pocket for a pocket watch for the railroaders. Now we have a zipper pocket for your cell phone. So it's those kind of the same things you're solving for, but you're adapting it to the time.
3: Yeah, you know, a company has a lot of history when they have a whole archivist on their staff to navigate through that history and be able to tell it to those who are interested in the Carhartt brand and its history in Detroit and across the world. He's a great person to tell it.
1: But this story isn't about the history of Carhartt, Annie. I mean, it's long, it's complicated. You can go to their website and check it out. This story is about how it began and stayed as a workwear brand, but at the same time was able to segue with almost no change into a wildly popular streetwear brand.
3: Yeah, and I would say that even in the last probably... Four or five years, it's gone beyond even being just like a popular streetwear brand and become like a pop culture phenomenon. Suddenly, you know, there's trends on TikTok, there's Carhartt memes on Instagram, like it's everywhere. It's not even the clothing. It's transcended all of that and become just like this pop culture phenomenon. So, I mean, it's super interesting for any brand to reach that kind of status, let alone a brand that was intended initially for blue collar workers.
4: I don't think that they were really trying to become style icons when they designed the bib overalls, for instance. It was for function. But what has happened is that function has turned into fashion.
1: Was it that the fashion or the materials that Carhartt was making suddenly became attractive to those that were going to wear it for non-work purposes? Or did Carhartt realize that they could make something that other people would wear, and so they made it?
4: I think that they were doing their job in creating... Clothing that was functional, I don't really think that initially that that is what was attractive to uh, the uh the fashion people. I, I think they just thought it was kind of a cool idea to uh, take this uh, what was normally considered to be a uniform uh, and and turn it into fashion.
1: That right there is the voice of Chuck Bennett. He's a fashion critic and is known as the godfather of fashion here in Detroit, and he curates the Our Best Dressed list every year. He's not really a Carhartt-type guy, but as he said to us a few times, he was friends with Gretchen Vlade, who was a Carhartt, so he's very familiar with the brand and with the city and how we operate when it comes to fashion.
3: Chuck was just like us, Zach, very fascinated too with the history of the brand and how it's managed to make this turn because like he was telling us, you don't see that very often. And even though Chuck's not necessarily the kind of person that wears a lot of streetwear, he can appreciate the brand for what it is, both workwear and fashion wise. And he had a lot of context for us having a lot of knowledge of the fashion industry in general.
1: When we talk about the popularity of Carhartt in like popular culture, one of the things that is a sure sign, at least in Detroit right now, is the pop-up. There is one in Midtown. It is surrounded by really old school Detroit stores and Carhartt slides right into the middle. I wouldn't be surprised after visiting it if it stays there.
3: I mean, it fits really nicely, and we knew it was going to be nice. We knew it was going to look great. But it definitely felt like more of an established store than I anticipated. When you use the word pop-up, you think of something, again, that, like you said, Zach, is temporary. But it felt like it fit there very well. And that little stretch of Canfield in Midtown, which has become a very trendy neighborhood in Detroit, what with Wayne State students walking around, CCS students, it fits really well in that little stretch. And so you've got all these Detroit companies right there. You've got Bon Bon Bon, Jolly Pumpkin, which is a Michigan brand. Then you've got Third Man Records there, which, of course, established by Jack White, born and bred in Detroit. You've got Shinola and Carhartt fits right in there. Across the street, you've got boutique like City Bird, which is, again, true to Detroit. You've got Motor City Brew Works. So it's kind of like an all Detroit block, which is pretty cool. And obviously Carhartt fits in there really well.
1: So just how pervasive is Carhartt? You can trace it back to the 90s, and you referenced the hip hop community. Guys like Tupac were seen wearing it. It was a huge deal at the time. And now as we fast forward you know, 15, 20, 30 years, a popular local social media account has brought it all back to the center.
0: Hey, just so everybody knows, Carhartts are on. We're putting our Carhartts on. Carharts are on. So we're, tr- we're just transitioning from high vis shirts to the Carhartts.
1: Garrett Fuller is half of the Wayne County Life duo, and he plays the character Dip Cup, who you just heard right there. And Dip is basically your average construction worker. But this episode is about the Carhartt change and the subtleties that have evolved or morphed over the years. And even though Garrett plays this blue-collar working construction type guy, he also noticed the change.
0: Dip would just think about how...
1: You can tell it makes
0: you feel cool having those jackets on. It makes you feel like you're at work, but maybe you're not. So he would be one that's always just like, hey, we should just like start wearing them because we're cold. Let's do it. And I'm noticing all these people who I'm thinking everyone's going to look like you, Zach, like a big beard (laughs) and stuff like that, like a burly dip cup looking dude. But then I'm seeing like women like you and they're like, they're in Carhartt stuff using the sound of like Carhartts are on. They also use it when they have their babies are in their Carhartt and they'll just use like the Carhartts are on stuff. And I'm like, that's adorable. It's like Carhartt's part of getting cute for winter now as well. And people dress up their dogs because Carhartt makes this like. Poncho for their dog to walk with. I've seen that one a lot. It is so great. So all those are just like cute. I mean, I we love them all the time. It brings me joy all day long.
3: That is what makes Wayne County life such a popular account is these little intricacies that Garrett notices among the Metro Detroit community, but just otherwise too. And one of the things he noticed, like you said, Zach, was that Carhartt was suddenly popping up all over Instagram, all over TikTok. You're seeing People rocking Carhartt in their outfits of the day, which is a big trend. They were popping up in videos. Garrett took that. And he used it as a way to filter it into his social media videos that he does for TikTok and Instagram, Facebook, and decided which of his characters that he does, because he does several, might be the guy that would just love Carhartt. And he decided on Dip Cup for that. And it's a perfect fit. But realistically, he probably could have worked that into any of his characters because it does serve so many facets of popular culture. He could be for the person who's known more to do his work wear every day, but it also could be known for the guy that's kind of trendy. So Garrett decided on Dip Cup for that character. And I think it does work well, but he could have probably incorporated that into anywhere.
1: And as we listen to Dave, the Carhartt archivist, the brand plays on multiple levels. And he says it's because it has something that people crave, right? We're trying to figure out how this brand has been able to sprout off without making any changes. And what Carhartt, the brand, will tell you, the answer is authenticity. That the clothing, the workwear is the same as it's been. It's made to last. And that's why it can play in any arena
2: quality and durability, but really it's authenticity. And I think you see especially younger consumers getting away from that fast fashion and wanting to wear something that has a history and has a story and things like our chore coat or our Detroit jacket that go back, well, the chore coat goes back over a hundred years, our button front coat. There's a story there. So there's style and history. Back in the day, we may have just had black and navy and heather gray or whatever, but now it's like, well, just because it's, high quality doesn't mean people can't show their personality or wear something that is a color they like. You know, we're always adding new colorways. We're doing all sorts of new things with some lifestyle type camouflage patterns, which actually a lot come from our archive and our history. So it's that idea that just because it's workwear doesn't mean you can't express yourself as long as the quality is still there.
3: They are expert craftsmen when it comes to making these clothes, and they've been doing it in the same sort of style for many years, over 130 years, which is remarkable. I mean, it really is. It's one of Detroit's oldest brands Detroit's oldest companies. It's one of the oldest companies in Michigan. It's pretty amazing. And the way that they've been able to secure that and continue going through the decades is through making things that last. You know, you can manufacture high quality clothing, you can manufacture a lot of things, but you can't really manufacture authenticity. All you can do is try to stay true to your brand and the company's values. And that's what follows. And that's what Carhartt has done. The original motto of the family owned company was honest value for an honest dollar. And I think that that still rings true to this day, whether you're buying a beanie or whether you're buying one of the coats or whether you're buying the bibs and whether you're using it in a blue collar kind of environment or you're just using it to stay warm in the winter when you're shoveling your snow. People are a little bit more likely to spend a little bit more for something that's going to last them, especially in this sort of quote unquote post fast fashion world than they maybe were 10, 15, 20 years ago. And for that reason, Carhartt has continued to grow with this new trend by being themselves.
1: We've talked about Carhartt's consistency, but we've never said that they've remained totally unchanged over the last century. Plus, they have remained remarkably consistent. But at times, Annie, they were forced to make some changes, especially into the 70s when the company was struggling a little bit.
2: We have had times that we were struggling. And one way to have consistent money coming in was to do this work for these private labels for department stores. So By and large, those products we were producing would be under those stores' private labels. We were just making them for them. And so it was kind of a way... For us to keep the lights on while we were trying to figure out what was next for us. And really, when we stopped doing that was when our leadership getting into kind of late 70s, 80s, really had to decide, like, do we expand our product line and really continue to try to put Carhartt on the map and make more different types of clothing and really expand? Or do we continue to have this sort of steady business. And that was what led to, in the 80s and 90s, making t-shirts and sweatshirts and beanies and expanding beyond the overalls and jackets that we'd always been known for. That's where you really saw a big shift and expansion in what Carhartt was going to be.
3: All companies go through their ups and downs, and Carhartt has been remarkably successful throughout. But of course, there were hard times And so they pivoted, but they also just made the necessary changes when they needed to make them. I think the company shows and its leadership shows a lot of forethought and a lot of good planning. And I think it's interesting that they have made the small adjustments count when they needed to make them, but not done anything too extreme at any given time to compromise the values of the company overall.
1: You know, at the end of the day... I find Carhartt to be incredibly clever, right? They know what they have in their workwear brand. It's been around for over a hundred years. So why dilute it when you can just make another brand? And that, Annie, in the late 80s is what Carhartt did with Work in Progress.
3: They wanted to be able to appeal to a wider market. They wanted to be able to appeal to consumers overseas in Europe and in Asia. And so they decided to start the Work in Progress line.
4: And it's kind of unheard of, really. They are pulling it off, and they managed to do so for all of these years. I think 130 years they've been in business. They came out with a collection, Work in Progress, that is really geared towards fashion, and it is their streetwear label. And they do collaborations with other brands, and they come out with their like kind of hot streetwear. What Work in Progress produces, not so much like the bib overall, which is designed for this type of farming work. They're coming out with like things that would look good on the stage on a wrapper.
3: We actually thought initially that that was maybe a little bit newer than it was, but it started in 1989. So it's been around for quite a while. And I'm sure, too, we didn't talk about this much with Dave, but I'm sure with the growth of e-commerce and buying online, that grew even more from there.
1: When we've been working on this story Annie, we have been trying to figure out why this happened, why there was this pivot or a societal thought pivot that moved Carhartt from one category into the other or split it into two different categories. And I don't like the word authenticity because I think people use it a lot and it starts to lose what it means. But I do think in this situation, the reason that Carhartt is as popular as it is, is because they've been able to remain true to themselves. And I think people respect that, that they know exactly what they're going to get every single time. Look, I was surprised when I Googled high-end Carhartt fashion and I saw an article in French Vogue. I was shocked. Yeah. But that's where we are.
3: And you can see it pop up in a lot of the fashion publications. I found one from GQ. There's a lot of commentary in the fashion world surrounding Carhartt, I think for this exact reason.
1: To me, the brand itself, other than some of the pivots they've made to keep themselves going forward, there's been no major restructuring or reorganization. Like when I was in high school, there was a brand called Abercrombie that was incredibly popular. But how did that brand start? high-end men's suits. By the time I got around, cargo shorts and t-shirts. Totally different. And when
3: you sacrifice your company's origins for the sake of what's popular now, you kind of build a house of cards. You've taken away the foundation, and Carhartt has been able to maintain those. Like you said, Zach, you want to replicate this? Go back 130 plus years and check out what Hamilton Carhartt was doing back then with just a couple of machines and the thought that workmen needed something to wear that was going to last them. Dave said something that I thought was so great and that there's style and history. We love things that tell a story. And I really don't think there's many more interesting stories in the fashion world than Carhartt.
1: Today's big thanks go out to Garrett Fuller, Dave Moore, Chuck Bennett, and of course, Annie Scaramazzino. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Do you want that Daily J delivered right to you? All you have to do is text WWJ to 20357 and you'll get it instantly. Message and data rates may apply. I'm Zach Clark, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile
0: has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours